welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast, where we look at behind the scenes of why and how leaders are making an impact and how you can too. I'm Shay Wheat, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ease Productions and the host of Creating Powerful Impact podcast. We support six, seven, and eight-figure speakers, coaches, and expert thought leaders in creating powerful and profitable live and virtual live events. Our clients have made over $25 million in revenue, gained over 3,700 new clients, and changed the lives of over 29,000 attendees with events as few as 50 people and over 4,000 in attendance. So stick around to the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be a next guest in just 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, and today I have an amazing person to introduce you to. Um, This person is all about better business leaders build better businesses. So Blair um, Kacha, and I think I probably butchered that. So she's going to go ahead and and tell me how to actually say it properly. Uh, However, Blair began her career working for companies like IBM and General Motors, where she got a crash course on the business of doing business. Wearing a number of multiple leadership hats, She has grown one of those tech businesses into a $500 million multinational company. Then things happen. Life happens. Uh, A cancer scare came in and suddenly changed everything and really helped become a little bit more clear of what is really true and wonderful in life. So no longer was she willing to leverage her knowledge and her expertise for all of those corporate big dogs, but instead she ended up spending the next 25 years mentoring, coaching, and supporting business owners in their leadership development and their personal journeys to success, especially around the struggle with work-life balance. Please help me welcome to the Powerful Impact stage, the amazing Blair. Hey, Blair. Hello, Shay. Thank you so much for having me. You were close on the name. It's Blair Koch, but it uh, doesn't matter. It is uh, it is all good here. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be, uh, be chatting with you today. Oh, I love it. Well, I, I'm excited for you to be here. Um, I'm really excited to kind of talk about, you know, it is such a buzzword to do the whole work-life balance and what does that actually look like? But before we kind of dive into those nitty-gritty details, Is there anything that you would like to add or share about who you are with our audience and how you're creating impact in the world today? Sure. You know, the simplest way for me to say what I do is I help business owners improve their businesses in ways that change and often transform their lives. Mm -hmm. It, It is as simple as that, right? Because every little bit of improvement in a business makes a huge difference on the owner, on all of the employees, on the families. And that's really what it's about. It is, uh, what I do is the most psychically rewarding thing I've ever been able to do. And it it just truly juices me. I love it. Well, It is a buzzword, right? It's like, how do you have work-life balance, especially for small business owners that are really doing it all and wearing multiple hats and, you know, looking to continue to scale and grow and leverage their companies and not be the one that's doing everything. 
So tell us a little bit about how there really is no work-life balance. Such a great point. So, and you're right, work-life balance is a buzzword. It is important. I think the question is, what is it really and how do you measure it? Mm. I do meet people that are like, yep, I have work-life balance. Typically, not always, typically they are, you know, on the latter stages of their career, they've made their money, their businesses are operating, they have teams in place. And so, yeah, they work a little bit and, and they, they get to go play a lot. When most people uh, think of work-life balance, there's this assumption or presumption that it means work less. Mm. Yeah. Right. Balance. Work less. We work too much. I need to do less of it. Yes. Right. That that's kind of our culture, right? But in fact, reality is I don't really know if there is such a thing as work-life balance. When I talk about biz life happiness, that's about having happiness, joy in your business life and in your life life. And, and as business owners, they're very interconnected. You, you cannot say, here's my business and here's my life because no matter what, they are going to get in the way of each other. Yeah. And there's times, right? This, come on, you, you, you can't separate it, right? Whether it's something going on at home, kids, family, whatever, or there's something at work, I need to put more time in, right? And that's just it. There's times when we have to work more. There's phases of the life cycle of a business when it's a little more stressful. You're putting more in. There's other times when you, you know, coast might not be the right word, right? But you get to enjoy it and take that time off. And the same thing with play, right? Like when you play, when you're with your family, when you go on holiday, when you're with friends, like check out and go and just enjoy it. It might be for a day. It might be for a weekend. It might be a month. It doesn't matter, right? But like go and check out and enjoy that time you have with your family, your friends, your, your life, but also enjoy the business life, but know that, yeah, you, you, you can't always have balance. Mm-hmm. You, Do you feel it is like guilt involved? You know, when you're working in the business more, you're guilty about the family side. And when you're in the family side, you're, you're guilty about like the work side and not Dude. being there for everyone. I do think that some people have some guilt. I think part of it is uh, societal, cultural, mm. right? Um, I mean, I know I, I used to work 80 plus hours a week and and it was like, just in my head, it was like, it's what you do. You go, you work, you do whatever you have to do. And I loved it and I made a lot of money and it was really great, but oh, wow, hmm, my life, like it was it was not very good. There wasn't much outside of the work thing. Um, I traveled a ton. And, and, you know, when we talk about business owners, right, those of you out there, I I talk to business owners all day, every day. And I always ask, why did you go into business for yourself? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) consistently, right, the answer is more money, more time, more freedom, right? Right. Right. And so then, Right. You're nodding your head. Right. And and so then I say, and what's the reality of that? How'd that work for you? Right. Like less time, time. no money, (laughs) no freedom. Right. And, and it's, it is hilarious. And yet it's like, it's sad because the small to mid-sized business owners, that's the economic engine of this country and potentially of the world. Right. It's we're the ones employing people in our local economies, 
building and doing good stuff. And yet as the business owner, they're like, oh God, why did I get into this? What, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm stressing my family, my wife, I'm not seeing my kids grow up, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the, it is hard. Business is hard, but it's fun. But when we talk about biz life happiness, right, it's like, okay, let's recognize there's going to be times where I'm not going to be able to be at home as much or as present or at shorter amount of times. But then there's also the flip side of here's when I will be here. I will be present. I will. And and vice versa. Right. Yeah. So someone listening to this right now, you know, as a business owner, they're going, okay, yeah, I get it. There's really no work-life balance. I want biz life happiness. Blair, how in the world do I even start? What does that look like? Where, what direction do I head in? Right. Such a great question. And there's so many ways, directions we could go with that answer, right? But a few keys, like just three, right, that that are super important to focus on as the business owner, right? And I'm, I mean, I'm going to answer that in just a second, but like business owners, we tend to do everything. Yeah. And I'm going to say, what's essential? What do you really need to be doing? If Do these things that you are doing help you increase your profitability? Mm-hmm. Do they help you increase your productivity? Are they helping you build the team that you need to build to lead and run the company so that you can feel more comfortable and less guilty, right? Stepping away so that you're like, hey, I'm going to spend the weekend with my family, you know, camping or doing whatever I'm doing, right? I'm taking my kids off to look at colleges, Mm -hmm. but but do it guilt-free and like, I know my business is in good shape. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's kind of the, you know, there's this old saying, it's not old saying, but like they always say, when you go into business for yourself, whether you're buying it, starting it, know what the end looks like. What's your exit? Yeah. It's really easy to say that. And it's really hard to do, especially like you're, it, whether you're just starting or whether you're, you know, many years into it, a lot of people don't think about the transition. Or even think that they can exit. Right. Because, yes. you know, if, especially if it's somebody that it, they've built the brand around themselves, they're going, well, if I leave, then the business stops. When in reality is like you're saying, what is the end result? You know, if you even if you set it up to, you know, potentially exit the, the business, whether you do it or not, but you can still set it up so you could if you wanted to right? What does that end result actually look like? I think that's probably one of the the first steps of taking a look at what is that work-life balance? What do you need to put into place to get that moving? Yes. And, and it's, what do you need to put into place and when, right? Now there's some people, right. That I know some owners that are like, love what I do. I'm doing it till I'm in a box. I mean, that that it is who they are is fine. Right. There's others who are like, I want to retire and get out as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, then there's those in between. And then there's some that are like, yeah, I, w- I definitely want to slow down, but I still want to do stuff because I like it. it. It makes me feel, you know, it gives me purpose. It keeps my brain engaged and, and, and whatnot. And so there's no wrong answer. It's just mm-hmm. to kind of think about it. And then, you know, what does that exit look like? And you might not know right away, which is fine, but is your intent to uh, have family take over? Are you going to sell to employees? Are you selling to a third party or like, you know, have a couple of options. And, and I say this because to get your business ready 
for you to transition, no matter what type of transition, that's a multi, typically it's a multi-year effort, mm-hmm. right? What do you want? By when? Um, you know, I, one of the things I talked about was getting the right leadership team in place, right? Mm-hmm. Like the leadership team of your organization, they're powerful if they're good, right? Yeah. Because they're, you're a lot, they're aligned with you. You have the same vision. They're executing on the vision. They're held accountable to um, to do that vision. They, you're measuring things. You have key performance indicators. I mean, they are, for all intents and purposes, running that business for you. Mm-hmm. But it takes time to get there. It gets mm-hmm. time to get the right people on the bus because sometimes you get the right people the first time, but not usually. <laughs> right? Yes, yes, yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, and, um, and so that's those are kind of things to like think about because you said it, right? It's like, um, you know, just kind of work yourself out of a job. It takes a long time. Yeah. But, right? And, and then even, you know, another key thing and, you know, people, when they work with you with events, right? They're like, I don't know how to do events. I want a rock star, awesome event. I'm bringing in somebody who that's what they do. That is their wheelhouse. And Allah, here comes, you know, Shay and her team. And, you know, we're off to the races, get a great event. And the owner and their company, they're showing up doing what they do best. Yeah. So the same for the business owner. Are you doing what you do best? Yeah. Yeah. Or are you spending your time touching every little thing in the organization from governmental paperwork to whatever? And it's like, you don't like doing it. You're not good at it. It doesn't bring value to the business. It's just a necessity, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So those well, those are things those to think about. Things, right? And you're like, well, if I don't look at it or I don't touch it, or I've always been the one that's done it, right. it doesn't mean that you can't have team that's actually going to love to do it and do it better. Right. And I think that's that- probably part of that you know, oh, I can't have work-life balance because I have to touch everything. But it's like, do you, do you really have to touch everything? That, that is so true. There's a, just a story to that end. It's, it's, it's a bit funny. So um, there's a business owner and he's working on like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I'm overwhelmed. I'm working too much. All the things we've been talking about. And so one of the things that, you know, we've been talking about is, hey, at year end, right? Send out to all of your employees, you know, a letter and a statement that shows not just their compensation for the year, but all of the benefits you paid, the taxes, the bonuses, like, because it's a really big number. And most people just look at, at, um, you know, their salary. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so, so they've done this before, right? They're, They're like, yep, great idea. We've done it. We stopped doing it. We don't know why. And, but they've done it before. So it's not foreign. They know what the content needs to be. And so the HR person who's putting this together and getting it out is using a new template. Just a new format style, right? Content's the same. And so the owner's like, okay, well, I need to see it before it goes out. Why do you need to see it before it goes? Like, like the content is, is, is the key thing. This person is extraordinary you know the HR person sending this out is extraordinary in, in what they do and it's just a new template yeah it's the just formatting the is that they put it right and, and, and so I'm like no offense but what value are you bringing to looking at this I need to approve approve it I'm like why do you need to approve it yeah because because why <laughs> right and 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 it's just like, you know, right now we're like kind of dub, but in this person's mind, and they're really, really smart individual, right? Very talented, run a great business. 
it's because they've always approved stuff and in, in it, right? And it's like, you can't have everything go through you. Well, you can. You become the bottleneck. Like you, you become the bottleneck. And, and then it's, you know, if you want to kafetch about how many hours you're working and weekends, well, okay, fine. But you have to be part of the solution. Right. Yeah. So is it, is it kind of going, okay, business owner, looking at myself going, okay, what are, what are all the things that I do in a day? Right. Or for the week. Right. And kind of like listing it out um, and then going, okay, do I really need to do that? Do I really need to approve that? Is there somebody else on the team I can give that to, you know, that's probably better at it than me. Is it, is it kind of going through a bit of a, an assessment, so to speak of where you're at and what you need to be doing in order to go, okay, I, I need to free up 10 hours, 20 hours on my calendar and then once you kind of go through the assessment, don't fill it up <laughs> with other stuff. The calendar will always fill up. <laughs> I'm not but, speaking of from experience or anything, but, but just well, it, it might fill up with stuff you like to do, right? Yeah. And that that stuff you like could be outside of the business, yeah. right? It it could be, you know, I'm 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 gonna go watch the kids and do their cheer or baseball mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're on the right path, right? So definitely like, okay, what's all the stuff I'm doing? And then, you know, it's like, okay, what do I have to do? Like nobody else can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, right? And then from that list over time, you're kind of like, okay, I don't really need to do all of these things, but I do need to train somebody or I need to hire somebody that has these skills. So, so that takes time. But there's also this other list of stuff that can be pretty meaty, which is stuff that, I, the business owner, does it. Do I have to? No. Do I like it? No. Is it bringing value? No. Can I show somebody else how or some other set of people how? Sure. And then, so it's doing that. It's letting go and it's being okay with, yeah, they might make a mistake. They might not do it just like me, but that's how they're going to learn. Yeah. Right? I mean, that... That, that is the fact. And oh, by the way, sometimes they might actually do it better than you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's different than you, but it might be better. It might be, who knows? You don't know. But if you don't start to just, and it's slowly, right? This is not like a mass, like dump everything, right? It's just very slowly, very intentionally picking and choosing things for different people based on their skill sets um, and their growth opportunities and start to give them some of the things and mentor them along the way to help them make, have them understand why it's important. Why do we do, right? And that's how it, it begins. It's just slow. And now you're growing your people. Yeah. And you're freeing up your time to either do more strategic business type of things, spend time more with clients or prospective clients, which is what most love, um, or spend more time having fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, that's really what, what it comes down to is, you're supporting people in, in what, taking a look at, at what it is that they're doing and how they're going about doing it. And, and how do we move things around? It is that it's, um, it's holding them accountable to do what they need to do and move other stuff on. Um, It is also an element of, for lack of a better word, critical thinking. So in other words, sure, myself or any other coach, we can answer your questions. But really, it's about 
you learning the questions to ask and asking them yourself, asking them of your team, thinking differently, thinking outside of the box. Well, I've always done it this way. My industry always does it this way. Gee, how can I maybe do it different? Or what does another industry do that's different? Mm -hmm. uh, right. And, and that's, those are kind of like, how do we think about this differently? And some of it's like, do you really need to do it? Well, yes, Blair, absolutely. We have to do it. Why do you need to do it? I don't know. We just do. <laughs> well, no, why? Oh, think it? about it, right? <laughs> um, so so it is that. Um, it's also part of, you know, in what I do, it is surrounding uh, business owners with other business owners. Mm. You have peer pressure. You have peer accountability. You're learning and seeing how they do things differently, right? Yeah, I think that's probably the key piece is really having a... Uh, like an advisory board, a group that is of your peers, that's not necessarily like a board that changes your um, company, but like other business owners that you can kind of bounce ideas off of one another, Correct. see what they're doing, what's working, what's not working, how can you apply it to your industry? That's that honestly probably makes a, the one of the biggest impacts, right? Kind of it makes a huge impact, right? Because it's, it's your peers. Yeah. Right? Like these are other business owners and they become, I mean, it's a really tight, you know, they're tight knit groups, very intimate. Confidentiality is paramount, of course. Um, but they become friends. And they're like, oh, I wonder what so-and-so has to say about this. Cause like they deal with it all the time. Right. Like, how do they handle that? Yeah. Um, well, so, I was, so the peer part I was is just talking to somebody who's, who's like a peer of mine in our industry. Um, business owner, you know, crushes it and what she does in, in our space. And it's kind of like, you can't have the same conversations with your team or whatever that you can have with somebody that understands literally what it is that you're going through, That's you know, great. in the business, in the industry, or, you know, sideline to you, those conversations are just different that because like your family's not going to understand. <laughs> My family still doesn't quite understand what it is that I do. You know, Mine has like, no idea. So there you Right. Go. <laughs> so, you know, it's like they actually can get you. And so I love that you, you essentially um, put these groups together and kind of probably match make them in a way that really is like, okay, you're at this level, you're doing these things. These is where the, the synchronicity is going to happen. It is that. And it's also a key part of that. So the industry groups are great, super powerful, like to your point, right? Like, cause like I, they get it. They know my industry. So I purposely bring people together from not from different industries, no competitors, no key customers, no key suppliers, right? Because I want them to think about and hear about how others run their business. The same and yet different. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about learn it and implement, right? It's correct, right? Yeah. 75 to 80% of the business challenges small business owners face are the same. The other 20%, 25%, that's that's unique in the industry. And typically the owner, like, you know your stuff, right? That's, that's just working See, through we're it. We're not all snowflakes, Blair. Not all snowflakes. <laughs> snowflakes and unicorns. <laughs> oh my gosh. Exactly. Well, yeah. And, and so it is powerful, right? And and you can go in and like, oh, I'm the only one that has this problem. And then you hear that like three other people, they have the same problem where they had it. And you're like, 
Yeah. Oh, I don't feel so alone now. I thought I was right. the only one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, my goodness, uh, we've touched on a number of different things today, but I have a feeling the audience is like, oh, I'm interested in learning a little bit more about these, you know, advisory type groups or, you know, what is, where am I at right now? How do I figure out like, what is, where's my starting point? How do I get to a place where I need to be exitable? Do you happen to have a way that they can stay connected with you and possibly a, a nice little gift you can offer our audience? I do. Thank you, Shay. So for listeners of the, uh, the podcast here, um, I will provide you a complimentary business diagnostic. Um, this is a tool, an online tool that it's basically like an MRI of your business. We'll look at different categories and it shows, you know, like, here's how you're doing and compared to how you think you're doing type of thing. Right. And so it's just a good data point. And uh, that will be in the show notes, I believe. Yep, absolutely. So we'll the link to that will be in the show notes. Uh, you can also just reach out to me, Blair Koch, K-O-C-H. Uh, just Google it. You'll find my website. You'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me and I'm happy to uh, hook you up as, as appropriate. Yay. Yeah, I, I think absolutely having that MRI is huge. You know, just where are you at? Um, that's that starting point. And then, you know, kind of have an idea at least of what the gap is, whether you're wanting to have that biz life happiness yeah. and looking at where you're at now to then go, I want the biz life happiness, Blair, how do you get me there? And so I'm sure they could then go, okay, here's my results, Blair, take a look at this. And like, how do we, how do we shorten that gap? Right. And that's then exactly right. If they wanted to, you know, even inquire further about the the groups and and such, you know, they can definitely reach out to you as well. So, I love it. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Blair. Um, I want <clears throat> to, excuse me, throw it back to you for any last moment thoughts or takeaways for our audience today. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Shay, so much for having me. It's been super fun conversation. Uh, always love this stuff. And you know, for business owners, for listeners out there. Like, love what you do, be the best that you can be, be who you are, and know that as you go through the life cycle of your business, right, you're going to go through ups and downs and, and peaks and valleys and just like, take a breath, breathe through it. And above all else, make sure you take care of yourself first, and then take care of everybody else. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Creating Powerful Impact, and we will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? 
head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.